<laughs> Welcome to West Virginia and Commonplace. Today, I have a special guest with me. He is from Skip the Noise Podcast. His name is Ben. Ben, could you tell the audience about yourself real fast? Absolutely, sir. Uh, yes, like you said, uh, I am the, uh, I guess I would say the the face of the podcast, if you will, uh, the social media presence, the, uh, you know, editor, all that good stuff. But yeah, we're out here in uh, the Houston, Texas area. Wanted to put it together a show where people can discuss and not, uh, you know, stay out of the echo chamber realm. That's a little too prevalent these days. So yeah, man, that's what I do. I'm just trying to be as uh, genuine as I can to come across and, you know, spread that around the good old US of A in the, in the world. Okay. Now listeners, um, this is the first time I've done this and I'm only doing this because um, this is like one of the podcasts. I have four podcasts that I actually, that stay with me everywhere I go. Um, I listen to so many podcasts because it's a part of the secondary job I do, but not every podcast makes my list of what I listen to continuously week after week. Um, I have other people that are involved with me that listen to the other podcasts around the realm, but those four, um, your podcast and the three other ones, which we won't mention because it's not their time, um, yours is one of those ones that sticks with me. So let me play this intro for you guys real quick. You are now listening to Skip the Noise Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. And we're just starting this thing from scratch. So please give us a follow on Twitter at Skip the Noise PO1. Got a great episode for you this evening. Uh, before we begin, now, this episode in particular, the first episode, Mount Rushmore modification. Ben, can you hear me? I can. Can hear you loud it, and clear. Yeah. Could you hear that, uh, that audio a little bit here and there? Could, yes. You could, it, sounds like, it sounds like years ago. Yeah. Even it's only been months. You know what I mean? But. <laughs> right. Um, now, the, the thing that I do here, and, I, and I'm just adding this in here, um, his production company is Rounded Edge Media, correct? Correct. Um, and what do y'all guys got going on over there first off before we get into anything? Uh, how, how did that come about? You know, I'm not even going to lie to you, JR. It's uh, <laughs> Skip the Noise podcast at this point is the only thing we've got going on. It was based around that. Um, but there's future, uh, future things probably in the works, but right now it is skip the noise podcast. First and foremost, that's it. That's where all the energy and the focus is going into for rounded edge. So, uh, okay. So before we get into the, this, this first episode, that entrance, that entrance is what got me. I'm a, the type of person. Um, I always, I started my podcast and I've, I've always had a very amateurish podcast cause that's my style, but your entrance, that's what kind of hooked me in. Cause uh, you you must understand with the job that I do, you know what I do, but I never disclose exactly what I do. Um, <laughs> some of my travel is is in an airplane where I don't listen to anything, but sometimes I have to travel. Like I had the I've had the the trip to uh, Boston, which was twelve hours, and then I had a crazy it was a long long trip all the way to Brownville, Texas. If you know where that is, shout out, yes sir. Yeah yeah, and, and to Beaumont, and I've been through other relevant areas. But sometimes I'll take those drives instead of uh, you know. Um, getting on an airplane and going, which I can still listen to podcasts in, but it's probably not that fun. Well, your podcast, um, when I first listened to it, the funny story is I was going through um, leaving Charleston, West Virginia, um, heading to Indianapolis, which is about a five-hour drive. And so I heard your podcast, and we're going through, um, I think it was some COVID-19 related. COVID-19 was real heavy at that time when y'all started your podcast. And I'm listening to it. I'm like, these guys got something here. They got a gym. And at this time, um, what is what, what is odd is like I was this was my second foray in podcasting. I listened to it and I was like, man, 
I wish I could get these guys and put them under my umbrella and I could make some money off of them. Your podcast <laughs> will get off the first one. So inside the first podcast, and then we'll go on to present. We'll, we'll skip the rest of the episodes, but we're going to go first to present. The first episode, what was it like recording that episode? It was... Uh, you know, it felt natural. Uh, uh, ben, uh, so the confusing part, let me, let me, I go on the show. I go by Benjamin in real life. I go by Ben, my best friend, uh, Mexican Nostradamus Benito. He's also referred to in real life as Ben. So we always <laughs> hung together. It's Ben and Ben, right? So on the show, I had to make that call. Like, yo, I guess I'll just go with Benjamin, whatever. Cause I refer to him as Benito in conversation, but I never call him that. I call him Ben. He calls me Ben. So I was like, man, for the sake of the show, so here it is, you know what I mean, Benjamin. So that first episode was because him, him and I know each other real well. And I knew Rick um, for a while, but definitely not. The two of them know, knew each other uh, a lot better. So the chemistry was fine. Um, the biggest hurdle for me was I was always intimidated by the tech angle. Uh, I'm not real, man, I'm caveman type of dude. dude. I, I didn't really mess with anything much less i mean i learned just from the instagram stuff i learned that kind of on the fly i didn't even know what i was doing when we started that. <laughs> I, I, I just knew i had to have a presence you know yes um and i just you know luckily i had the motivation to to be the one to just like you know what screw it i'll, I'll, I'll run with this but as far as that first episode uh it felt really good man i you know kind of in the back of my head especially ben and i had discussed having a podcast for years and it was just like man, when are we going to do this thing? And then, you know, finally the, the fire burns so, you know, so bright and so hard that you just have to make it happen. And that's where we were at. So it, it was almost like it just, it just happened. I didn't even think about it. There was no sort of, uh, you know, reservations or anything. It was like, this is going down right now. I'm going to figure out how to put this thing on the internet for people to listen to, no matter what it takes for my, you know, caveman antics, trying to thumb around and, <laughs> press buttons and, and figure this thing out. Like I'm banging it. Like on what's that the hell movie was it with Ben Stiller smacking the thing with the, uh, oh, <laughs> shit. Oh. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like like, about. like there, it was trying to be like 2001 space odyssey. That was yeah. me trying to figure out how to, how to download the uh, editing software and all this. I, I was like texting my sister-in-law, but I was, dude, I was just blazing determined to make this thing happen. Once we decided that it was a thing, we got Rick's agreement. Um, so anyway, that first episode, even though, it's funny you're you're you know you're kind of bigging up in this big episode because of the fact that in my mind as like an artist because I think of it as like art so yes. the more the more we've evolved the more in my head I'll start feeling myself like man we've come a long way so when I see whenever I even see downloads for uh, Mount Rushmore modification I'm kind of like oh man I'd wish they would like see what I'm doing now <laughs> does that make sense <laughs> yes it does yes it but does at, but at the same time you can't you can't pick and choose, man. We put it out there and we put it out there for everybody. So um, just the little simple things uh, from that first episode. But at the end of the day, um, I think what in, in all of our episodes, regardless of how comfortable we were on the mic or how comfortable we were presenting the topics or like transitioning, the whole thing gets ironed out as you, you know, as you go along. But uh, the vibe is always there. I felt like, you know what I mean? From the beginning, um, and we, you know, honestly, I felt like we had something too. We did like a preliminary episode that never saw the light of day. And that's, I still have the file. So, you know, we'll see at some point, maybe we'll, we'll release that. So we did like a practice episode. So to All speak. right. So what I want you to do with that is one thing that's already interject. Um, 
that's premium content. That's something that the fans down the road, uh, your, your, as I call them, Legion fans, your intimate fans should get that episode. Um, oh, that's no one doubt. thing I would hold and not put <laughs> yeah, out there on the street. Sorry. I'm not, I'm not giving it out for free, but yo, that's why I'm teasing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, um, let, let's get into this. All right. So we've kind of went over um, how you got inspired to do the podcast to a degree, but could you reiterate again how all of you just like, once you got to do the first episode, we go into episode two, three through 10. How did y'all keep the inspiration to go? Because so many podcasts fail after the yeah. third or fourth episode. Absolutely. Um, I would just say that I think it was so, um, especially between, uh, you know, myself and Mexican Nostradamus, it was, it was ironed out. Like it was meant to be type of thing, at least in my mind. And I feel like in his mind too. Um, and not that Rick was the X factor. Um, but I think the more episodes we went, the more buy-in from him to where we all felt like, no, this is, this is what's up. Like you just feel like you're onto something. And, uh, like I said, we don't have a whole lot of download i mean we're i th to be honest with you we're really nothing yet but in my head we're already i'm already two years ahead like we're this thing is what i'm not to overplay it but when you're doing something and everything lines up so that's how it was so i i just and i made sure to always reiterate that hey the biggest reason podcasts fail kind of like how you brought up i feel like is consistency and if we can put out now, we can't always put out an episode. I would like to, at some point, depend, uh, be able to put it out, like say, Hey, every Tuesday at whatever that's going to happen. We can't because of our work schedules. Yes. And, I mean, between us, I think we got, I'm trying to think, but between the three of us, we've got like 11 or 12 kids. You know what I mean? So it's, oh god, <laughs> we're busy. Yeah. And we all work. Um, I probably work the least. Both of them have like two jobs. I work at least 50 hours a week, like minimum, uh, they work pro 70, 80. So Ooh. the fact that the, the fact that this even happens is just sheer determination that it's going to go down no matter what. And we even had, like I said, I felt guilty when we missed, um, I forgot what, what there's two, there's been two weeks since we started this that, and I'm counting, trust me, that, that we missed a, a week, a calendar week where we didn't put out a skip the noise episode and one of them was because of the ice storm. <laughs> you yes. know what I mean? Just nobody had power, electricity, whatever. Um, but even the other one that I missed, I, I, I just did like a little solo and edited together some stuff that we had recorded that didn't get to come out. Um, so it's just a commitment to consistency. Like if, I, if I'm going to put this out there, if I'm going to share my story or our collective story or how we feel about things, um, my commitment to the listener is that we're going to put this damn thing out. So you're not looking on your phone. Like where the hell skip the noise? Like, no, it's a, it's a contract. And, and I'm trying okay. to honor that. It's a real subscription. I'll get you on that one. All right. Yeah. So how did you guys develop your format? Because being political, uh, being comedic and all this stuff, all in one ball, it's really hard to do because most of the time I'll be flat honest with you. When I hear political podcasts, you know what I do with them? I put them to the back of me. Cause I'm like, I can listen to this on C-SPAN yeah. or listen to this on one of those crazy places. We won't name any news networks because I don't want to get sued. But, um, you know, y'all's podcast, y'all put a twist on everything. It's Some of it's hilarious. Some of it's straightforward. And some of it, you know, especially going from the first episode till now, seeing how everything has played out and how different things have happened. Um, how did you, how did y'all develop that format for, for your show? So, yeah, that, that's, uh, 
That's an excellent question. And I think, so we just had a built-in, because the three of us were always communicate. We always, we, we always uh, mentioned this on the show, the little text thread that we just kind of continuously always goes down. Um, and the show kind of actually developed out of that idea. So the two of them, uh, if you've never listened to Skip the Noise, uh, Rick, who I've referred to a few times, is uh, both of them Mexican-American gentlemen from the great state of Texas. Uh, Rick, though, is, has conservative political views. Uh, ben or the Mexican Nostradamus has liberal views. So right there is a built-in, you already have a show. Yeah. And then, then I kind of add the whatever, you know what I mean? Like the flavor, the kind of man on the street vibe or whatever. And so having those two already was perfect because the biggest problem I feel like, we're at, we, like you just said, you hear a political show, you throw it out the window, but can, would you agree with me that politics, especially in this day and age, is something that has to be discussed, but people ignore it because, oh, I don't want to get into politics. Why don't you want to get into politics? Because you're afraid that somebody's going to, you, you know why they're afraid? I'm going to answer it as a rhetorical question. Okay. Because nobody's going to listen. They're just going to state their own damn opinion. They're going to talk whatever they're going to talk. They're not going to listen to you. That's how politics plays out in culture right now. So the, 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 what's the uh, the word I'm looking for? Like the mission statement of the show is to provide an avenue where that's not the case, where you can actually jump in. And then maybe you'll jump in because maybe because I'm telling some stupid story about what I did when I was 19 years old. You know what I mean? You might jump on board because of that. So it gets the discussion going and it makes it less of an intimidating thing. So you don't see it. It's almost like it blends between like art and entertainment, but we're still talking about issues that you have to, you, you got to talk about. If you're ignoring politics, they're, they're going to win. The politicians, people who get paid to do all this stuff are just going to keep running the damn show and everybody's just going to, oh, well, I don't have time for that. So I'm going to watch, uh, you know what I mean? I'm going to jump on a Netflix binge for five hours and basically nothing happens out of that. But there are avenues for you to, and we don't probably pump this enough on the show, but involvement, things like that. So anyway, like I said, I, I get a little long-winded on some of these answers, but <laughs> But, but the point of the, the, the matter is to make it something digestible so people will engage, at least in their minds, stuff that's going on, you know? Oh, yeah. And I wholeheartedly agree with that. Now, um, everybody knows that these podcasts, uh, when I do these collabs, they're kind of a Q&A to get uh, a, more, a, a bigger audience for you, me, and everyone else. Um, inside your podcast, you guys deal with all kinds of things. How has COVID affected you guys during this time? like recording wise, subject matters, how has that, that uh, brought you either more material or less material? So as far as uh, just the recording process, it, it's kind of what we would, even if it was COVID or no COVID, we would have had to do it this way anyway. Uh, so we record remotely. We're never even in the same room. To matter of fact, I haven't seen, uh, this is like a little skip the noise behind the curtains. Uh, oh, behind the scenes. Privilege. Yeah. So, I mean, this consider this one a freebie, you know, if you, you're going to have to pay the man for anything else beyond this, but I haven't seen Rick in person. Shit. I probably haven't even seen uh, Ben in person for, I, I don't even remember last time, honestly, since we've been <laughs> starting the show, I don't think I've seen uh, either of the two in person. So we've been recording uh, remotely and that's just how it is. So as far as the COVID angle, um, it really hasn't affected it technically. Cause I feel like even if we didn't uh, it, it would have been more convenient for the timing of it. Cause there was, there would have been no way. Plus uh, Rick and I live in the Houston area and Ben, uh, he grew up in Houston, but it has for the last, I don't know, eight years or so, I, 
I don't know the exact how long he's been there, but he's been in the uh, Dallas Fort Worth area for quite okay, a while. Yeah. That's some distance. So yeah, it's, it's not like we would be able to get together anyway. So um, the fact that it's kind of funny though, because the fact that that happened like with COVID and zoom and all these things got more popular that actually probably lubed up the process for the thing to even get going in the beginning, just because it was, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just because it was even poor, more part of uh I mean, like once again, caveman over here, I wouldn't have had any kind of idea how to get that thing going had, had it not been for my familiarity with Zoom, uh, you know, on the back of COVID. So okay. I help, it helped the podcast probably more than anything. And I, and I say that for mine too. And that's one thing that, that it's kind of scary. I had somebody uh, contact me in between Tommy and you've been talking today and they were like, what am I going to do about promotion now? Everybody's going back outside. I said, I, I put a, a video out for that carrier speaker with you. Um, so, uh, here, here's my next thing. Uh, we always look at the aspect of how people develop their shows, how they do things and, um, just their overall, uh, appearance on social media, blah, blah, blah. You have an interesting character. Snowflake. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So please tell audience about Snowflake and, 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 um, Snowflake's involvement in your podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> Good old Snowflake, man. I, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause, um, so Snowflake just, uh, if you, if you follow us on Instagram, skip underscore the underscore noise underscore podcast, you will notice that occasionally I will post videos of, uh, the beloved Snowflake and who she is, is our neighborhood stray cat. It's Snowflake is not my cat. I don't own any animals. Um, but we <laughs> feed her, we feed her, she comes around and she keeps rodents uh, from, from our property. So anyway, I'll post little videos and I'll ask Snowflake if she downloaded the latest episode or what she thought about it. Um, you know, we can't really, we're not vibed into her frequency to where we can really explain, but she does meow and she reacts. And, you know, I think I've posted one of her, uh, I caught her under our trampoline, uh, she caught a lizard. So yeah. she's always, she's oh yeah, she's always doing interesting things out there. And we feed her when my sister-in-law used to live with us. She, uh, that's why I referred to her as the most spoiled stray cat in the, the history of the species. She built this little house <laughs> for snowflake, like a fully elevated platform. So every morning, um, I'm getting the kids ready for school and we start hearing the meows at the back of the door. And I'll tell one of my kids to go, Hey, go throw a little scoop of food. I like, I buy food for snowflake when I go to the grocery store. <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, Snowflake is what's up. Like if I'm in my garage hanging out, um, she's always like laying out in the driveway and, you know, wants us to pet her. But um, but yeah. And then the the one story I wanted to tell you about Snowflake, I don't even know. I might have brought it up on the podcast. I can't remember. But um, so one day I was taking my trash out. So I was going around the side of the house. And this is this is how Snowflake honors her contract. So I'll, I'll keep feeding her as long as she's doing her job, which she does. So I, I noticed there was a, uh, I walked and I said, man, what the hell's that? I looked closer, bro. She had dismembered a rat, um, oh. like full, almost like satanic ritual abuse, like organs. Played, <laughs> Mortal sorry, Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. It was a fatality on this, on this rat with a full, like a skull, or not the skull, I mean, it still had the, the hair, but like the head basically ate everything except for the, uh, the head and then a couple of organs in the tail. And, uh, I, you know, I just gave a round of applause, like, thank you. That's your, uh, and I have, we haven't had any issues whatsoever. So snowflake, uh, you know, she keeps this rodent free and looks cute meows the whole deal. So yeah, I'll continue. Matter of fact, uh, I posted what I think today. So, uh, yeah, keep, <laughs> keep looking for snowflake and, uh, 
that stray cat, you know, just going around trying to survive like, like we all are. So I got I, I appreciate that. So I keep her fed. All right. So um, in, in that right there, that's part of the angle for you with your videos that you do on um, Instagram and to other podcasters. This is where I always like to uh, shine light on people and give them praise. What you do is very entertaining. Um, what you do is kind of captivating in some videos. I'm not saying every video because I don't want to big you up that much. But <laughs> love it, dude. Honestly, but, I appreciate it. Right. But the thing is, is that you teach something when you're doing your videos that you don't know uh, that you're teaching. You're teaching marketing, a certain branding. You did a video with coolers less than a, a, two hours ago with a t-shirt and coolers. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. So right there, that's the one thing. Um, that I always tell people, I, I hone in, like when I'm doing my, my business outside of this and, and showing certain podcasters, I'm like, look at this guy right here. Um, he's over here. He's doing such and such um, certain, like, cause nobody truly pays attention to how we do our videos. I do amateurish videos cause I never want anyone to see me do anything polished. Um, but, right. but you know, your videos are right there and they're, they're structured just like that. And um, that's one thing I want to commend you on because other podcasters look at those things and they're like, that's what I need to follow. So let me ask you this. Um, from the first episode to now, what is something that you would do different? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I hate to, I'm not trying to like bail out of this answer, um, but honestly, I wouldn't. Uh, like I said, I don't know if that's cheating the question, but because we uh, sort of learned along the way. Um, I might've had maybe more of a tighter format initially. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, we had to, we didn't know what we were doing. We were just trying to put our voices on, uh, basically, you know, our collective voices on the internet. So, um, I mean, really it kind of played out how I wanted it to. So, like I said, not to dodge that answer, but I don't know if I would change a whole lot as far as how we went about it. Um, I may, I might've had more, I would have set up the social media a little bit prior and had a better grip on that. So I could have got, got us off the ground, but at the same time, I wasn't too much focused initially on the marketing. I just, I wanted a number one before anything else, bro. I wanted to put out a quality show. I would rather have us have two followers and have us the best podcast on the internet than have 80 million followers and put out some BS, right? And, that, so, and that's, that's 100% right there what you're saying. I agree with, and I tell people this so many times. Sorry to cut you off, but the thing is this, like y'all's podcast has quality to it. And I have, and, and there's a group of people that I, that I follow that have tons of followers, but the podcast is garbage. So I wholeheartedly agree with you on what you're saying. Uh, the followers and all that stuff don't matter, but keep going on. Sorry oh. to cut you off. No, that, I mean, that's, that's about, honestly, that, that, that's about it. As far as doing anything different, um, I don't know. It, it's hard to say just because the, when stuff hit me, you know, like as an epiphany, the more momentum we got, uh, we were learning along the way. So, you know, I, I guess our approach was kind of what, uh, what I had always seen it as anyway. So not really, you know, maybe audio stuff. I would have learned a little bit more up front. I had some help, um, yeah, I used to be a little bit involved in music. So I had a little network of people that I kind of was like, you know, hit the, hit the bat phone to be like, yo, yo, you got to tell me like how, like, I didn't know nothing about anything like I brought up before. So um, I might've had a better grip on that before getting going initially. Okay. 
Now, um, going into the side of what type of advice you'd give a, a, another podcaster, what advice would you give um, an, a fledging podcaster or somebody that's up and coming trying to make their way in podcasting now? What would you tell them? Somebody like somebody who's who's currently doing it, but just getting started, struggling. just getting started. Oh, okay. A number one, um, I would say, kind of, I mentioned before the consistency, like make a commitment. Don't you, you can't like, uh, there's no gray area. You're either going to do it or you don't. Um, if you're, if you're just getting started and you're thinking, well, I'd like to do a podcast. Okay, cool. Write that, make you a list on a piece of paper, or, or if you've been putting it off, something like that, make you a little list and say, what's keeping me from doing the, what are those obstacles? And each one of those little things on the list simply come up with a way to fix it and, and make it happen. So the, you know, do the damn thing, just do it and then stick to a schedule because that's going to keep you motivated. You're going to feel like, bro, I, I like sometimes if we can't, if my, my work schedule is different every week uh, because of my job. So okay. the two of the, the two of them is a little more consistent. So that's the biggest thing that stresses me out. Like when, when my boss makes the schedule like a month ahead, I'm already looking at like when we're going to record for the next four weeks. Right. Like I'm already yes. texting the guys like, Hey, it's looking like this, this, if I see like it's unavailable, I start stressing out, but then I'm so, I'm so committed to making it happen every week that I'm going to figure it out. So that, that, that would be my advice. It's like, don't give yourself any kind of out uh, to making it happen. It's going to produce a better show. You're going to be more committed to it. Um, you have to take it seriously. You're either going to do it or you don't, you know? And, and, and so that's what it is. Just don't, don't give yourself any, any gray area, just jump, take the leap and, and do it and stick to a schedule. Okay. I like that advice. And, and I think that works out too. Um, what are some common mistakes that podcasts make either if they're going, they're starting or in the middle of the struggle? Uh, what are some common mistakes that you see podcasts make? I would say not having a, um, I think you have to have some kind of an angle, right? I think it's, it's really fun to sit around and talk with your friends and, 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 and think that everybody wants to hear all the little nuances of your life and how funny you are and your personal takes on, you know, just whatever. But I think you have to have, like, I'm not going to listen to a radio. Like I was inspired uh, I have a long history of being inspired by like just spoken word as an art form. You know, I was a okay, big fan yeah. of talk, talk radio, you know what I mean? Jim Rome. Yes, I yes, yes. That for sure, dude. All day long, man. I know he's kind of like not seen as real cool anymore, but dude, back in the day when I was coming yeah. up, like that was where it was. Like you would sneak, like I would sneak a little earpiece in school to listen to the jungle, like, you know what I mean? During high school and shit. And then uh, also Art Bell like holy crap dude you're you're coming home from like whatever you were getting into and you might still be feeling a little bit you know what i mean a little lingering from whatever yes. you're getting into and then he comes on and then funny too you were, you were talking about like our intro not to sidetrack too much but my the reason why I, I made such a commitment to have that intro piece set in stone and like the i have never changed the music from the intro we do the i do different music during the interludes the little bumper music that's yeah. all inspired by talk radio um, so the intro, like, you know, from the high desert, blah, blah, blah. Like you knew it was about to go down. You're going to hear about some shadow people or you're going to hear something. So I wanted to make sure, and that's why I ironed out that intro. Um, you know, if you listen to skip the noise, you know, I, I do the same thing every single time. And I'll do that the same thing every time. If we do this, the damn thing for 25 years, <laughs> because that's what you're going to listen to. You know what I mean? Like our bell said that thing every time you, it just creates a certain experience. And that's the end of the day, what you're doing is you're creating an audio experience for a listener. Um, 
that that influenced me and so i want to the art that i make i want that to create that same experience like you get the little goosebumps when he said from the high does i do i listen to i still listen to truth <laughs> be told dude i download like episodes from the 90s of, of coast to coast just to kind of get that vibe <laughs> if i'm coming home from work and it's late or whatever just you know so anyway that's that, that's where it's at on that okay um now this is one that, that i love to throw out there um so we've gone over the little bit to help podcasts. What are some of your favorite podcasts that you're listening to right now? And the reason I asked this, I'm going to put a little fuel with this, is because I listen, like I said, my second job is kind of that I listen to podcasts mm -hmm. and critique and help this person and that person. But um, what I personally listen to, um, it has to have some type of personal attachment to me. And you you, you all show does uh, – and the three other ones, which one of them, um, I hope in the near future does something with you guys. I kind of threw that out there on Instagram. Um, you two, two shows should combine. We won't say state their name because it's not their time once again. <laughs> but but uh, hopefully you two can uh, or you all can get that to fruition. But mm -hmm. what are some of your favorite podcasts you're listening to right now? Right now, um, I'll be honest, man. I as much podcast as I've listened to in the past. So I'll, I'll kind of. I'll kind of give you the, the answer in, in, in a kind of strange way. So just, just in the last like few months, I haven't really been listening to that many podcasts. I, I do check out yours. Uh, like I said, because we communicate and everything, I want to see what you're up to. So I, I listen to West Virginia on Commonplace. Uh, thank up, you. you thank I mean? you. Um, but and before I get into some of the ones that historically I've, I've uh, subscribed to over the past, I, I do want to big up uh, the therapist. This is somebody I met through uh Podbean, and I mentioned it on episode 37. So if you want to check that out, you can see what I'm talking about there. Does tarot card readings, uh, sound healing, all this good. I, I spoke with her months back, dude, and I'm not lying. All the stuff she said, or anyway, all my stuff was all lined up. And I feel like that had an influence on uh, the podcast, to be honest with you. So I'm gonna big up here every chance I get. Okay, so okay. check out, check out the therapist. Um, She's putting out some good stuff. Uh, but anyway, but but as far as like historically, Mysterious Universe has always been Ooh, a big one for me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Australia, uh, Benjamin Grundy. Yes. Um, you know, obviously this is the stock ass answer, but Joe Rogan, man. I um I, I was I was big on that uh that train. I haven't listened to him in a while just because, you know, I like I said, I got a lot going on. I'm trying to cut these uh <laughs> these these promos, man, selling coolers and stuff like that and keeping up with Snowflake. So <laughs> I got my hands full and I got a four kids, you know, a wife and who's not always so keen on the promo videos and, and all this stuff I'm doing <laughs> with the podcast, but Hey, it is, we, we got to keep it going. So anyway, yeah. Mysterious universe, Joe Rogan. Um, I like uh, this week in tech. Okay. It's, I'll check it's, that out. it's kind of a cool one. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that, uh, but like I said, I wanted to make sure I hit uh, big up the therapist, but yeah, mysterious universe, Joe Rogan and uh, this week in tech are, are all big ones. I like. Okay. And Ben, I want to thank you so much for coming on West Virginia and Commonplace. This has been really awesome for me for the simple fact that you're one of the podcasts. And like I said, I listened to all the other ones, but my top four, you guys are in it. And um, I wish you guys the, the, the most success that you can get out of this. And I hope that you uh, take this one testament that I'm going to give you real quick. Um, and I always tell everybody this that uh, is near and dear to me. So now you're near and dear to me. Um, not in this moment, but in all times. It's real simple. Appreciate it. With what you guys do with your podcast, it's a national hug. A 
national hug is meaning that it's not Texas, it's not West Virginia, it's not California, but you hug the world with your message or the United States. You can hug the world too, but I'm just gonna stay with the United States. Um, you guys put enthusiasm into your work. That is so hard to find in podcasting. I listen to people. I listen way too much. And in every one of your episodes, you guys have excitement. You guys keep the intensity. Sometimes it gets a little high. Sometimes uh-huh. it gets in the middle, but it never gets low. So that's something I want you to take away from this. Give yourself a pat on the shoulder. Tell the other guys, uh, pat themselves on the shoulder. And know one thing. It's more than just being an influencer. You're helping someone mold their life with your thoughts and your patterns. Uh, the moment that you became a podcaster, the moment that you actually put your face on video, you're molding somebody somewhere. So thank yourself, you know, and then thank the, the audience and whoever else is listening also for helping you uh, build that image at the same time while you were doing it. But the main thing I want you to know is like, you know, and I have to be careful in circles that I'm in now too. You're a role model and you may not even think that. You may take the Charles Barkley approach to it, Hmm. but you know exactly what I mean. I know, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. But you are a role model. Forget that influencer. That's some kid shaking it on TikTok, but, (laughs) but you are an influencer. And so, uh, as your crew inside of your podcast, I want to thank you guys for coming. I mean, thank you for coming on and I want to thank you guys for providing a great podcast and I wish y'all the best success. Hey man, I really appreciate it. It was an honor to come on. Like I said, uh, all you do for podcasters, uh, spreading the word, the information, and and uh, always supporting too. So I really uh, appreciate you bringing me on, Jr. And uh, absolutely, and everything you said, I receive with the utmost graciousness. Uh, that message <laughs> message received, man. Officially, you can put the check mark by that. So yeah, thanks, man. All right, thank you once again, and signing off. <laughs>